Superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everybody. Eric Bischoff here. And have you heard about Strictly Business? Strictly Business is a brand new weekly series exclusively on adfreeshows.com. Join me and my co-host, John Alba. Every Tuesday as we take a deep dive into the business of the professional wrestling business. And this is some straight up business talk here. No fanboy nonsense. We discuss television contracts, advertising, licensing, and of course the highly debated ratings. So if you want an unfiltered, brutally honest, anti-fanboy understanding of the professional wrestling industry... Well, Strictly Business is the series for you. And hey, if Elon Musk likes my tweets, and he did, you're going to love Strictly Business. Sign up now and listen at adfreeshows.com. Do you love wrestling podcasts but hate all the ads? Well, you can get all the great podcasts early and ad-free at adfreeshows.com. It only starts at nine bucks a month, but you get exclusive series at adfreeshows.com like Title Chase, Eric Fires Back, Conversations with Conrad, and tons more, and a chance to interact with your favorite podcast hosts every month. See for yourself why thousands of other wrestling fans say adfreeshows.com is the best value in wrestling. Adfreeshows.com. If you could change one thing about your home, what would it be? A new kitchen, a new master bath, maybe put in a pool. What if you could do it with no money out of pocket and cheaper monthly payments? Savewithconrad.com can help, and you can even skip your next two house payments. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender, savewithconrad.com. How's it going, everyone? John Alba here, filling in for Conrad Thompson on DDP Snake Pit. I'm joined this week, as we are every week, by two bona fide Hall of Famers. Jake Roberts, how are you, sir? Couldn't be better. I love hearing It'll that. It'll be a big day for me. 
This is going to be a big day. It's going to be a big day for this podcast. It's too. all a big day. That's right. Every day is a big day. <laughs> and we got Diamond Dallas Page. How are you, DDP? I'm great. And when I hear some, when I hear Jake say it's going to be a big day, you got to remember when we, when we pick Jake up. If, if anybody's never seen the Resurrection Jake Snake, go on Amazon Prime and check it out. But Jake, when we first got back together and we're working on getting to the accountability crib is which we ended up calling it. Um, Jake didn't have dreams. No. Had nightmares. He stopped dreaming, you know, and stopped seeing anything positive. So when I hear one of the closest people in the world to me say, it's going to be a big day. He's got, we're talking about him and, and his, uh, his, uh, lady. his lady and how great it is. And like, just, just that he's living his best life. Yeah. Yeah. Is, I'm living the life I never thought I'd have. Right. Ever. Because I'd done all this stuff to make sure it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. I was negative. Say, I always say Jake didn't burn bridges. No. He nuked them. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> because of his personality, his heart, and who he is as an icon and a human, people were so touched by his journey that they all wanted him to see so much better. And that's the one thing I want to put out there to people, because I know a lot of people who are dealing with the adversity of some sort of addiction, listen to our show. Like, I know it. We we get hit with it all the time. And as Jake said, it doesn't have to be like that. You just got to start getting some kind of confidence. And one of the things that Jake would say when we would do interviews, because when I moved Jake in, I had just moved from L.A. I've lived here for 10, 12 years, and I'd left to go to L.A. and come back. So I was just coming back. And when Jake moved in with me, I mean, people, I mean, it blew up. I mean, like HBO Sports came and talked to us. This Uh, is crazy. Yahoo Sports. uh, I think it's called Deadline. I mean, we had so many people interviewing us. And one of the things that he said about, the DDPY program was that it gave him confidence. And I heard him say that over and over again. And one day after we were done, I go, dude, I can ask you a question. I said, what do you mean? And this happens all the time now, but Jake is the first one to make me see it. He said, what do you mean the program gives you confidence? And what, what did you say there? Well, I said a lot of things there, yeah. man, but it just gives you, gives you hope and it gives you a chance to dream with you. You know, and, and that's what I'd lost. And getting into the program, you start making your body change, and that just that just blows your mind. Because, and, and that that's what uh, I yeah. remember you saying, like, well, when you made me do the stuff where I'm sitting in the chair, yeah, it's really that's all I could do. And then he was like, but then I get up and I start using the chair. Yeah, you know, that was getting better. And and every time, and he goes, then he said, and that first ten pounds I lost. Yeah, that, like, that drove me crazy. Man. I couldn't believe I could actually have a win. Like a win? He said, I ain't had a win in 20 years. Yeah. I hadn't, man, because uh, I was hooked up, you know, cocaine and alcohol. And if I didn't have any coke, I wasn't moving. You know, that's just where my mind got to. My body got to. And I didn't see myself ever getting out of that chair again. I you mean, know? the chair. And hard to get out of the chair. Oh, God. 
and getting on the ground was a real treat. Which blew his mind because I just took a bump. Fell on his back. I go, let's just go to the ground. And he got down, got down, down and then he just boom took a bump. I go, what the fuck are you doing, man? What are you you're beat up? Don't fall on the ground. He goes, you told me you wanted me to go to the, he was so pissed off at me. You told me you wanted me to go to the ground. Yo, I got there the only way I could. And that was one of the very few things we didn't fill out. That was just such a moment that I could see like it just happened yesterday. So when my brother tells me having a great day today, today's going to oh, be man. a great day. Like that to me, that's the story you tell yourself. When yeah. people hear me talk about positively unstoppable, you know, the art of owning it, that six inch piece of real estate in between your ears, you know, that it, that, that, that voice in your brain, the story you tell yourself. And he had never heard anybody say that before. And, you know, it, it changed, it changed. Yeah, it, for, for, for me, man, if, if I wake up and I start having a bad day, it's so easy to change. So easy. I just click it over and say, okay, let's, let's turn the egg over then. You know, if it's burnt on that side, I'll look at the other side. You know, it's like we're doing a piece of toast, maybe two burnt on one side. Scrape it off and eat it. You'll be all right. You do things <laughs> to make it better immediately. Immediately. Don't sit there and look at it and say, I hate life. I hate life. No, you do something about it. <sighs> Amen Not brain that. surgery. Okay. No. What are we talking about today, John? Amen to that. Well, I'm super grateful to have you guys here to chat about uh, one of the greatest heels of today's generation. We know Jake did his work uh, over the last 30 plus years. Well, MJF is tearing it up these days. And Maxwell Jacob Friedman uh, has, <laughs> has defined himself as someone that I think a lot of people look at as a, a potential all-timer in this industry. And we're going to talk a little bit about what he's accomplished so far in his young career, just 26 years old, and hopefully many more years to come. So uh, let's start with both of you guys. Uh, Max has been in the industry since 2015. Uh, What were your first introductions to him? You know, first of all, Cody told me about him. You know, when they were putting that crew together, that was, you know, going to be, you know, the future of what would be AEW. There were certain guys that Cody put his name on. And I remember him telling me about them. And, you know, I just listened in the beginning, you know, because, you know, there's certain guys. Jake has it. I have it. Cody has it. We see people who have talent, maybe even before they do. You know, uh, Goldberg. I met Goldberg at a strip joint five years before he was ever Goldberg. Back when he was just Bill Goldberg playing for the Falcons. And I introduced him to Eric Bishop. I was having such a good time with him, drinking and having a good time. I'm like, this guy's one of us. He needs to be one of us. You know, just certain times you see someone like that. And Cody, that's how he explained it. I go, this kid, he's, he's got heat. You know, he, he, knows, he, he's, he knows how to use it. He knows how to turn it on. And the thing that I loved about him, uh, and it was super respectful to me, you know, but at the same time, threw a little dig every once yeah. in a while. Keep just, me awake. Just to fuck with you, you know, but if you got in his face, he got real respectful again. Yeah. But uh, to watch his embryonic stages of, you know, what he's been doing in the business, it's his, and I always talk about this, commitment. Like his commitment. You know, there's... I, I, I heard Denzel Washington 
say this on Instagram. So I'm always going through Instagram looking for inspirational stuff. He says, he says, without commitment, there is no start. Without consistency, there is no finish. So powerful. And that's what MJF has. And got to hang with him right on up from the beginning from parties over at Cody's house and getting to know him and understand him. And, uh, you know, give him just my opinions on different things like don't believe your hype too much, you know, because I could see the kid's going to be going to be where he's going now. When I saw him come out on AEW a couple weeks ago and they had him in the throne chair, I literally thought to myself, and this is something and I'm calling you out right now, Friedman, because I had called him just to touch base with him. And he always calls me back. Well, it took a while, but he did call me back. And I said, okay, so I'm jammed up right now. Let's talk a little bit later. And then he didn't call me back. So superstar, you owe me a phone call. Um, but uh, when I saw the throat, I thought, oh boy, it's going to be really hard. Yeah. When everybody's telling you how great you are. Yeah. It's really hard to hold it down. Yeah. But let's go back to the beginnings of him. We were on the Jericho cruise. This is one of my favorite moments was one of the comedians is doing a bit. You know, Jericho's cruises are amazing. Yeah. If anyone's not been to one, me trust too. me, they're amazing. I, I got so much respect for that cat, man. You know, from his rock and roll to his podcast, to his wrestling, to his, his cruises, they're unbelievable. So you got there and he fills it up with every different kind of person. I mean, freaking Fluffy was there. Yeah. Gabriel Iglesias, one of the top comedians in the world, was on the cruise one year. So this one comedian's up there and he's saying, you know, you've really, and this is right in the beginning with uh, Max, and they go, you know, you've really got to respect MJF's commitment. First of all, I think it's, so whoever the top sale, one of those autograph signings that he was at, not this one on the boat, but wherever he was at, I think Sting was like 150 bucks or something. Yeah. Max charged 151. Oh, that's so great. And didn't so care so if anybody came over and asked for an autograph or not. He didn't expect anybody to, but they did. And he did make really good money. So this is a time where they're signing on the boat, right? And I don't think there's any paid because everything's part of the cruise. Yeah. So Max is doing it, you know, and, and being totally in character, you know, being Maxwell Jacob Friedman. And at some point, him and his buddy, the other comedian, they're drinking coffee and they're kindly get up to him. They go, Max, we love what you're doing. And he goes, yeah. And he grabs the coffee out of the guy's hand. He spits in it, gives it back to him. And he says, so what the fuck do you want? <laughs> Got to be careful there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, when, boy. When, I, when you hear a story like point, that, that's old school, it's, though. It's, yeah, it's about, if it was friggin' back in your day, bro, oh, yes. or even back in my day, he might have got knocked fight. out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. You know, today... People love the the, the they expect it from him. Yeah, for him especially. Yeah. Like when when we were when we were doing the thing with uh, uh, when uh, I was going to wrestle, you know, for that that time in in nineteen in twenty nineteen, and 
And my whole thing, and I told Cody, I said, I just, I want to be able to come out there and say, if you'd have told me 19 years ago that DDP would have been back on TNT with a company called AEW, I'd have to say you're smoking crack because there's no way that I would have believed that that could happen. And, but it was, it was happening. I wanted to be a part of that moment. Wanted to help code. I wanted to help uh, Tony. Uh, I wanted to help with the, you know, just give him another pop. And, uh, and then we turned into that match with me and Max and we had a lot of fun with that, man. Uh, he, <laughs> Lexi, you know, one of my daughters yeah. uh, is now uh, doing interviews yeah. Up on, uh, you know, for uh, AW, which I'm so proud of her. It took a, a long time for them to really see, like, wow, she's got this. But yeah. she paid her dues, and I she worked got with spot. her. You I worked with you worked with her a yeah. lot. You worked yeah. with her a lot. But uh, what happened was, uh, <laughs> came out, and now her dad, her 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 dad, her real dad, I'm a, I'm the bonus dad. Uh, he wanted to kill Max at one point because he came out with, I banged Dallas's daughter or yeah. something like that. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, Josh was like, I can't wait to talk to him. <laughs> oh, but, uh, my goodness. Again, his commitment. What do you think about him, Jake? I think, I think if he, you know, 20 years ago, he got killed. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody would have put up with any of that shit. But he's found a fine line. Mm. You know, and and I, I'm going to throw this out here, and he, he'll tell you real quick. I hate when you do that. It's like me doing Comic-Cons now. I flip people off when they take the picture. Now they're coming up and asking me for to flip them off. And, it's, and the only reason I did it was because I, I wanted at the end of the day say what a great job I had because I made X amount of dollars flipping people off today. Right? You know, I, just, I just want to interject. I, I didn't, I hated when you did it in the beginning because we were trying to show the new Jake. True. But now there is a new Jake. So there if Jake is. wants to give his double flip off, I don't care. Because He's okay with it now. Yeah, yeah, well, because now everybody knows that, like, you're, you're yeah. Uncle Jake. I'm not going to shit in the you floor know? now. Right. You're not, you're not going to do something stupid. You're going to, yeah, you're going to, you I'm, help I'm people. stay there. But, you know, he's found that fine line yeah, yeah. and he doesn't ride it. He directs it. <laughs> he directs that line. Mm. Now, here's where I'm going to say this cat's not stupid. He's smart. Mm. He's not just a smart ass kid, mm-hmm. but he is a smart ass kid. But he is too. a smart ass kid. He's not <laughs> just a smart ass kid. He's taking the time to learn this industry. There he has. He's taking the time to learn this industry. He knows what works, what doesn't work, and he knows how to finagle. He knows how to play the game behind the scenes, too. And and that's something that's that, huge. Not something that I would talk to him about early on. He <laughs> knows how to play that. I, there was something that happened, which I won't say what it was, but to hear him tell the story, he said, and then Dallas grabbed me by the back of my neck like I was a puppy dog and pulled <laughs> me back and go, What the fuck are you doing? Because <laughs> he didn't, because when you're young like that, your mouth. Can make you, you. Yeah, it can make you, and it can bury you. It can bury you bad. And that was that was some of the things that I was, you know, hoping to 
catch him early on mm-hmm. so that he wouldn't self-destruct. And uh, he's yeah. walked it. He's walked the line. You know, I haven't talked to him in a while, but it'll be happening as soon as we get done with this. Interview. I just this last couple of weeks ago, I did an interview on his set. <laughs> and but he showed me appreciation and respect as he should he asked me afterwards was that what you wanted oh there you go so he's smart <laughs> see if you ask respects. if you ask people what they want and did you get what did you get your point across chances are the next time on his set on his set i'm gonna give it a little bit more you know what i'm saying he greased my palms man he made me feel good. That's smart. You know, back in the day, we would work for WWF on a TV day. The stars got 50 bucks <laughs> for wrestling three times. Sheesh. And we paid for our own hotel and our own rental car. So we lost money. But they would give us that 50 bucks at the beginning of the night. Now, I was smart because I got this from Piper. Piper would take that 50 bucks and go to his first match and slide it to that guy who's making 500 because the guys that got beat up made 500. What did that 50 bucks mean to Piper? Nothing. Right. What did it mean to that guy? Jesus Christ, this superstar gave me the only 50 bucks he's making for the day. He gave it to me and told me to go out and buy some beer and have a good time. Mm. So what does that guy go out and do for you? Flip and flop all over. Here's here's the one I learned from Piper. He tells the guy, whatever you do, don't tell anybody else I gave you that 50. I don't have any more cash on me. <laughs> you think that guy's going to tell anybody? Of course he is. Of course. <laughs> but they're going to go out and fly too now because they know me. next time maybe Piper give me that 50. <laughs> I'm so glad you brought up the name Roddy Piper, though. I feel like Roddy oh. Piper is a name that a lot of people compare MJF to. Sure. Uh, do you guys see comparisons and how so? Absolutely. Because he rants on you, man. He gets in your face. He throws shit at you quick and fast. And and Roddy, you want to talk about commitment? Oh, Piper. oh my God! Yeah, we got to do a show just on him because oh my God! I mean that that guy. I mean, I, I was so lucky to get to know him. You know, as my career was exploding, and he helped give me the rub a couple of times. But where I really bonded with him was later, and he was he loved me. After what he saw me and you did, yeah, like he, yeah, he loved me. I love that guy, boy. Yeah, he was so sad he's gone. Damn but, right. You know, then you can even say MJF's in the name same. in the same breath as Roddy Piper. Yeah, it's like the biggest compliment you can get. So, uh, and the level of commitment on both sides. <laughs> you can watch Roddy from what he did in Portland to what he did at Georgia Championship Wrestling, to what he did in the WWF, what he did in the Atlantic. Doesn't matter where it was. That cat was coming on like he owned the place. Yeah, he pushed all the chairs out and walked right down the middle. you got to be a double-top son of a bitch just to do that. Yeah. Because you're going to get some heat. 
But I remember Flair talking about how much he loved Piper and loved working with him. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, everybody, everybody like, you know, um, came, you know, came up with a new. But, um, you know, back to MJF, he, uh, you know, being able to go out there and, and have that match that we did to six man was so much fun and the build up to it. Uh, I, I, I had, I had a bunch of fun with everybody involved, but knowing that that was just giving him a little, little step up, a little step up, you know, and, uh, being just part of that rise. It's, you know, he's, he's just starting out. Have you ever seen, have you ever seen when he was on Rosie O'Donnell? No, it's amazing. Amazing. We're going to, we're going to put it in right here. Yes. In the show, we'll put it also so it plays on uh, iTunes as well. But when I mean, you get to the end of that thing, and this kid, this kid who just said to Rosie, he's she brought him on for being an opera singer, right? He's five so years old, by the way, at this point. He's, he's five. five. <laughs> he's five. And at the end of the show, so you, so is this what you're going to do? You're going you're gonna to be an opera singer when you're done? And his voice is, his voice is really good. You've heard him say but back then, he's a little kid. He had a little squeaky yeah. voice, but he's still got, he's got the balls yeah. to, to, to sing it out. And at the end, he goes, yep, I'm going to be an opera singer and a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you Come talk about, <laughs> when you talk about the story you tell yourself. Yeah. That's what he was saying before he was five. So, That's what the work in you put the work in, you put the commitment in, you put the discipline in and there's gotta be in the beginning. And I think he also loves being just loves being that bad guy. Oh yeah. Loves being that naughty boy. (laughs) You know, let me tell you, I used to dread taking the time and effort to fertilize my lawn, but now I look forward to it. Seriously. Sunday's lawn care products are so quick and easy. I don't even have to go to the store. Everything is delivered right to my door. And here's the thing, man, your yard is supposed to be your personal oasis. So it deserves the best Sunday helps you grow a beautiful lawn, control pests and fight weeds without any of the toxic stuff. Sunday's custom lawn care is effective and super easy. Just go to getsunday.com. Put in your address and their lawn analysis tool does the rest. They use soil and climate data to create a personal nutrient plan delivered straight to your door when you need it. Sunday's lawn care products are made with your family in mind. And that's why they use ingredients you can feel good about, like seaweed, iron, and molasses. And the best part, it really works. And Sunday is offering our listeners 20% off. Full season plans start at just $129, and you can get 20% off when you visit getsunday.com slash DDP Snake at checkout. That's 20% off your custom plan at getsunday.com slash DDP Snake. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. 
Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. I I think Max is a student of the game, right? And he came from great trainers in Pat Buck and uh, Brian Myers, former Kurt Hawkins out in Creative Pro uh, over there on Long Island. They they do great work there. And now Pat Buck's in AEW as well, doing some producing work. So you, you get some good training under your feet and then you come in. And if you're a wrestling fan, you study people and it shows those little things show through your work. And Jake, your promos were so deliberate and intense, but his promo style is so unique to himself, but you can see yeah. he's drawing elements from different people. Uh, whose work do you see in his work? Oh God. Well, if I see Piper's one, you know, obviously there, but I, you know, to say to, to name off anybody else, he's, he's, He's creating his own niche. Yeah, he really is. He, he's not. He's not a Terry Funk. He's not a you know Rick Flair. He's not. He's not any of these guys. He's creating his own niche, man. And he's not a. He's not a. I was. I was going to say Gino Hernandez because um, he does do a few things like Gino. Yeah, you know? he does. He does. But uh, that would be about it. I don't even know if I'm sure he's watched. Him. He's one of those guys who's like me. He watched everything. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like when. My my promos, you know, when I was a manager, it was more like Captain Lou Albano and some classic Freddie Blassie and, you know, and uh, so maybe throw some uh, Dusty Rhodes in there and Jesse Ventura and just was making this configuration. But as I got into being the, you know, the actual wrestler, wrestler promo, you know, I wanted a little bit of you know, like everybody from Jake to Dusty to the Savage to everybody, a little piece of sprinkled in so you don't even really notice it. It's the best way. And just be myself. Make it yourself. You know, and jack me up. And, uh, you know, I, I look at MJF, he's, he came in like this and he was just going to stay committed the whole way through. And the stuff he did with Punk, and I think Punk, as you know, I think Punk is better today than he was when he was the man. Agreed. Up in WWF, Agreed. I mean, I think, I think what he's done, um, he's cooled it. Yeah, he, but he's also he's become that seasoned worker yeah, now. Now yeah. he's not the twenty-something. You know, yeah, I think 30. he feels. I think he also might feel safety. You know, when yeah. you're that other company, you got to be guns out and watching every which way to, yeah. to save your ass. And now he's in a place that he feels fucking pretty comfortable. Well, he, he, the way he way he cuts that promo, and and the work and it's storytelling that he's doing in the ring, which I think is great. But what those two guys did, I thought was magic, man. Well, they had to be comfortable with each other to even do that, right? Yeah, 
because uh, that had the earmarkings of trouble. Yeah, it could have gone, it could have gone could've, sideways. Could have went sideways. It could have really gone sideways, easy. but only with I think someone who Stirring didn't have the, the comp- <laughs> confidence. So you yeah. know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. like they were second guessing themselves. Right. When you can go all out at like what I was doing was savage. You know, when we were going back and forth. I mean, we were just in it. You know, you couldn't we. We started, but you knew it was yours. Yeah, right, man. But we, but I was having so much fun oh, with it. God. And he, stuff he didn't tell me and I didn't tell him. And they had pops out of each other. You know what I mean? Uh, but we, like, I watched, when you go 18, 20 minutes, like those cats were doing, like, that shit's on, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're having fun. You're having fun. Yeah, you're having fun. You don't do 20 minutes if you're miserable. And that was a feud that was really based on being a student of the game. You know, Max had to be familiar with the impact that Punk made in Ring of Honor, what he did in WWE, and they leaned into that for the story that they were telling. And I thought that was great. And DDP, the reality is uh, he gave CM Punk his first loss in AEW. And it was with the help of someone that we're going to talk about in a few minutes in Wardlow. But uh, but what a rub that is for someone to hand someone like CM Punk his first loss in a promotion. And uh, after that in your hometown. Yes, that that was that was bigger to me than it was the first loss. loss. Yeah, I was in Chicago. Everybody was calling the other way. Yeah, it's like no way. Like he's doing the job. And that's when wrestling really works. And there are times where if you're not us, you don't know if those guys are shooting on each other or not. (laughs) You know what I mean? And sometimes we know they are. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but it's but it's the blurring of the lines. Yeah. Yeah. That's from the promos to the ring work. Like when you when you step out of it, you know. Things like I watched back, I would, I would like when I first saw Jake work, like I started trying to wrestle when I was 23, it didn't work out for me. WrestleMania, I, I, I'm going to come back, you know, after my knee gets better. And I get a chance to run my first little nightclub, little rock and roll joint. And then the booze, the bras, and the party took me in a different direction. And then when WrestleMania started to happen, I was so mad at me for not paying my dues that. I stopped watching wrestling. What grabbed me was flicking the channels one day. I've told the story before. Gorilla Monsoon, Jesse Ventura. I'm like, who is that guy with the crazy sunglasses and the do-rag and the, you know, and the leather coat and that voice, that Ventura voice. I used to be able to do it. I can't do it. That was, that was pretty good. That was I, pretty good. <laughs> I, I used to be able to do it. Cross does it really well. Incredible. Uh, incredible i caught him on a promo the other day traded somebody to gym it was magic so great job bro uh but uh freaking the first match out uh, is jake and i'm like who's this guy and he's got the bag over his shoulder you know and like what's in the bag and then i watch his work in the ring in the promo i'm like okay i'm sucked back in but to tell you how much i was sucked back in i've already worked a couple of months. I maybe I worked twice a day, twice a week for two or three months. That's all I worked. That I hurt this knee, and I had three matches. I actually have a. I'll pop it up right here when I friggin' worked in 1979. Some black and white, but <laughs> it's not a video. It's a friggin' it's a card. But my point is, I call my buddy Johnny Shipley, and I go, "Listen, I know it's a work." 
But have you seen that guy, Jake Roberts, Jake Snake Roberts? Like, is some of this shit real? Because like, I can't see through his shit. Like, it looks so real. Is it, and he goes, stop being a mark. You know, and I was like, okay. But I mean, when you can't see through someone's shit, and that's where I would get to at some point, you know, and that was the best part. Yeah. When people don't know what's real yeah. and what's not. And, you know, that's the magic. But, you know, I think his work in the ring is really, it's good. It's good. It's good work. He will be a great, great worker. He's 26. He's got, you know, he's got a ways to go to get there. But working with this great talent, he keeps getting better and better and yeah, better. He's, he's getting the opportunity yeah. now to not only direct which way he's going because he does influence a lot of these things, you know, whether it be talking from this position or up in the rafters or up in a, a uh, suite where he can really talk his garbage. <laughs> <laughs> he's learned how to, makes me laugh. he's learned how to <clears throat> three or four of these promos in before he ever has the match. Ah, <clears throat> and he's so freaking entertaining. Yeah. The boss man enjoys him doing it. He's he's, yeah. he's laughing. You no, know? that's the best. He's being entertained. You wouldn't <clears throat> a guy up there that can't handle it. No, but every time he gets on a microphone, brother, he knocks it out of the freaking park. And you don't do that by accident. Yeah. By now, you know, I love my chili sleep, but let me explain why. I am more productive than ever. And I got to tell you, I didn't prioritize sleep for most of my life. It wasn't until I got a chili sleep that I knew what I'd been missing. You know, a lot of times when Megan gets this question, Hey, what was it like growing up with Ric Flair as a dad? Hell, she didn't know any different. I didn't know any different about sleep until I got chili sleep. Let me explain. I used to sleep six hours a night, maybe sometimes seven hours a night. I might even find myself flipping the pillow over and over throughout the night. You know, the old thing, what did Stuart Scott used to say cooler than the other side of the pillow? Well, that was me. I would make sure that I had the fan on. I had the AC cranked out. I put one leg out from underneath the comforter. I had a whole system to make sure I didn't wake up all hot and sweaty. I knew I slept better when it was cool, but I didn't need to crank down the AC in my damn laundry room or pantry. I needed my bed to be cool. Well, chilly sleep has made that happen, man. We're talking a customizable climate controlled sleep solution that helps you improve your total well-being. I know it's working for me. I've got the Uler, which is made by chili sleep. This is a temperature controlled mattress topper. It fits over your existing mattress to provide you your ideal sleep temperature. These luxury mattress pads, keep your bed at the perfect temperature for deep sleep, whether you sleep hot or cold. These sleep systems are designed to help you fall asleep, stay asleep, and give you the confidence and energy to power through your day. Imagine waking up and not feeling tired. Well, chili sleep can make that happen. For an extra layer of comfort, they also make the chili blanket, the only weighted blanket that can also be paired with a control unit for the ultimate sweat-free sleep. This has been a game changer in my life. My life, my wife, easy for me to say, my wife, uh, she likes to sleep a little warmer than I do. I like to sleep a little cooler. Chili sleep can make that happen too. Seriously. All in the same bed. Y'all head over to chili sleep.com forward slash DDP snake to learn more and save 30%. That's right. 30% off the purchase of any new cube or Uller sleep system. Now this offer is available exclusively for DDP snake pit listeners and only for a limited time. That's chili C H I L I sleep.com slash DDP snake to take advantage of our exclusive discount and wake up feeling refreshed every day. No, 
you know, in uh, Dallas, the story that you just said about like when you're talking about Jake, like, is it a work? Like, how much of it is a shoot? All this stuff. I, I got to work some indie shows with Max when he was just coming up, and I've talked to him in years since. And the amount of people that come up to me and say, "Is he really that guy?" <laughs> you know? And I go, "Well, what do you think?" And and that when you can blur that line, it, it's a credit it's to how fun. talented you are. And and, and 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 you just said, Jake, like he'll wrestle one match every month and a half, two months, and he can get away with it. And also, by the way, he's a really good professional wrestler too. Yeah. And guess what? Each one's on a (laughs) pay-per-view. What the hell? You know, he's doing it smart. Yeah. Uh, What do you think of the dog collar match between he and punk? We talked about respecting pro wrestling history and being knowledgeable dog collar. That is such a throwback style of match. Uh, What do you guys make of that? Well, as far as I'm concerned, anything that he does like that and punk too, you know, I mean, they're both students of the game, you know, and now you can go back and bring something back that's old, that's new. And the more guys go out there and sell and take some of the guys who do a lot of bumps, like a lot of bumps, as they get older, they're going to do less bumps. I remember Jake used to say, he used to have a thousand moves. Then I had a hundred. Yeah. Now I got five. Yeah. But I know when to do them. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and then the more of the storyteller you become, not just, you know, on the mic, but in the ring. Uh, I love that, you know, and I love the old school. And that's really like 70s, early 80s shit. You know, um, and, and and getting to partake in that, that's and be a student of the game from it and really be able to take it and do and make it like you can go back in time and we've got them the same way. And the great thing about I think since uh, probably a little bit before Mania, because I've noticed that the WWE crowds are getting hotter and hotter, like the fans are getting more and more involved. AEW, they already been there. Yeah. They've been there since jump. They're like an ECW crowd. So when you they're have, standing. yeah, when you've got that crowd, you know, and we're talking about easy. dog collar match, but like they're they're like, it's again, what's old is new, and the commitment that you put into that is what takes it to the next level. And uh, again, the crowd is everything. Yeah, well, Max's facial expression yeah. <laughs> is money in the bank. Yeah, you don't have to say anything. You know, so he can sell in that ring without ever having to take a bump. He can show you fear. He can show you anger. He can show you anything you want, man. But he's going to show it at such a level that everybody in the damn building can see it. And that's key, man, to be his type of heel. His type of heel has got to be something everybody can see. What I I liked where he's getting ready with this from Wardlow. Wardlow, by the way, that's another guy. When he first got there, I met him down at the Nightmare Factory. Great kid. Um, And Cody, he said, this guy's going to be one of the big spade faces in the business. Like, that's what he said. No one even knows who he is yet. He's not Wardlow yet. And I took an interest in Mike. I, I like him. Uh, he's, a, he's good, good people. Um, he really has a sixth sense 
for the business as well. And where he proved it to me was when he went out and did that match with Cody. And when Cody went up to the top of the cage and did the moonsault off the top with a kid who's not been working a year, like... That's life or death, man. You know, and you know he's going to be there. That's trust. Wow, man. Like, that's where he had totally got elevated for me. And I loved everything that him and Max did through this entire journey. I especially loved um, that how he was bringing guys in, how Max, the old school heel, getting ready. Well, here's who you're going to go through next. You know, bounty hunters. Yeah, right. You know, Warlow, you know, man, it's, this kid, let's flip it over to him now. I mean, he he's really got something. Uh, and this is going to be a big test going into this pay-per-view for those two. Oh, yeah. You know, because they've been freaking crack <laughs> since the get. Yeah. You know? And now it's been, I mean, this is the first, like a lot of stuff gets They're not going to be out, anybody out there to guide them. They're going to have to guide each other. That's what I'm That's saying, man. And and I, I know they will have put the work in prior to it. Yeah, because so I think I'm, they're smart enough to like, talk. There, there's no way I will miss that match because, yeah. you know, I want to see, I want to see what, um, I, I want to see what, they've come up with because when yeah. you when you've got a like a time like when when i was doing the nwo thing and it was supposed to happen i'm supposed to turn on kevin scott in three weeks well they push it off because the bookers really didn't believe in me yeah. and that i was going to be able to carry it so they pushed it off they put they pushed off 10 weeks which i was so mad at the time but it, but it was the best thing ever happened to me because it lengthened this storyline of me and the NWO and they've had, there's nothing hot shot about this. This is a three year story. This is, this is a, right. <laughs> this is a three year story accumulating. And this is the beginning of it. And now it's going to be really interesting. I, I don't even want to know the finish. And I used to tell Cody that all the time, you know, he would talk to me when we talk about the match and blah, blah, blah. Go, don't tell me to finish. Yeah, I, I want to watch it. I feel it. Yeah, I want to feel it. I want to listen or yeah. hear it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I want to hear the crowd. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I want to hear what are they buying. So I think coming up to this pay per view, you know, I don't care what else is on the card. Not to take away from anybody else. This is the one I want to watch. That's the one that I'm tuning in for because I'm I'm uh, I'm connected to it, but I'm also as a wrestling fan. I'm connected to it. And I want to know, I want to see what happens. I want to see who really brings the A game, who knows when to back off and who knows when to come on and, you know, how do they dance together? You know, who's going to take care of your family. If something happens to you, what would they do without your income? If you don't have a plan, you need to go to goliathlife.com. Get a quick quote for more than 20 carriers. You don't even have to leave the house. If you need a medical exam, they'll send somebody to your house or office. You're in total control. You pick the rates, you pick the payments, you pick the terms. You're in total control, but it gives you and your family peace of mind. What if something happens to your income? Hurry to GoliathLife.com. Are you feeling stuck making minimum payments on your credit card debt? 
SaveWithConrad.com can help, and you don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to do this. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. Oh, and did I mention no house payments for two months? Get rid of your credit card debt and lower your monthly payments right now at SaveWithConrad.com. It's crazy. I've had multiple people in AEW use this analogy to me that Wardlow is like a real-life James Bond. That he just has the swagger and the energy of and like that cool, calm collectiveness of of a James Bond type. And I think that dynamic with Max as it's developed over time will it'll make magic. And and Wardlow is a huge wrestling fan too. Like he's not someone that was just brought in because of his body. He right. respects the industry and I think they're gonna make magic together. Um you can I tell that by the way he takes his uh, straps off whenever he's talking yeah. about that comeback, man. Yeah. <laughs> And, yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, you know, and, and, he, and he's a super good looking oh dude. God. And what is the real it factor, especially when it comes to a baby face? Girls want to be with him and guys want to drink with him. You know what I mean? That's the yeah, magic. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you look at guys like, uh, you know, uh, Magnum. Yeah. You know, Magnum T.A. Back when he was in, you know, when he was working, man, women loved worship this man and every guy wanted to drink with him kevin nash every woman wants that son bitch you know and guys all want to party with him you know that's like the supreme factor and that's what has got that you know yeah he does he looks great in a suit too and that's half the battle as well uh you gotta <laughs> you gotta strut that stuff out there he knows how to dress I want to ask you guys this because Roddy Piper is a name that we brought up multiple times here. Roddy Piper was never a world champion in a major company. And MJF is the type that we, we draw the comparisons. Does a guy like MJF ever have to be a world champion? No, I don't think he has to be, but I would help. Yeah. But I think he should be, you know, I think it, it would be, very Ric Flair-esque, yes. you know, to, uh, to you know, and Nate did it so well, you know, when it came to having it and presenting it and making it really like, exactly. this is the shit, you know? And I think MJF could do that, too. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. He could make you want to kill the champion, and that's a good thing, because that's money in the bank. Right. He's never held a championship in AEW, which is amazing to think about, given his track record. Well, he's got the ring. But I was about to say, but he he took a ring that could have just been used as a prop for any other person, and he made it something. He made it into something that was important. You got to be part of that whole process, Dallas. What did you think of that? You know, I I love the whole idea, you know, and how it set it all up. And I can go back and just watch. I, I enjoy watching that promo that we did back and forth. And I mean, the timing that he had, you know, back then. And it only gets better yeah. with repetition. You know, uh, I, I I was I was happy as hell that I could come back 19 years later and that would be. Like one of the things I'd be remembered for. And then, of course, Cody told me, you know, then Dustin's going to do his roll off the apron and QT's going to do his flip over the top. And then you're going to come off the top rope. (laughs) And what I didn't, what I never, this is behind the scenes now. One of the things I do as a diamond cutter, you go to, um, I go to close, you go to clothesline me, I duck it, 
I hook it and I pull you in. Well, for some reason, when we shot it two weeks before <coughs> the angle, which would set up the match, Maxi, for some reason, he, he just couldn't get the timing of it. So I'm in the back and I'm getting ready to go out and do this. And so I'm not warmed up. And Jake will tell you, like, I'm on the mat for an hour oh plus before I ever go near that ring. Yo, especially he blows me up by watching, <laughs> especially when I'm two months from 64 years young. Okay. I'm all over the mat, but I hadn't really warmed up and I started to show Max and I would pull him and I pull him and I just felt a little pull there. Ooh. And then when I went out there, of course, the guys I'm going to hit with the cutter, you know, is friggin' Andy, you know, the big boy, the butcher. And the butcher's 300 plus pounds. So when he comes through with that clothesline, he's coming. And I go to block it and turn it. And now I feel a, I don't know, not a tear, but a monster strain. And I, hit, I feel like someone shot me like on, on my lat. And then I go up and I hit the other one. So now I've gone to see my doc. I've done the massage therapy. I've done the, the, the voodoo doctor, Dr. West. Turning it on. It's feeling a little bit better. And I'm like, listen, Goat, we need to go down. I ain't been in the ring in 20 years. Diamond cutters, I could hit that when I'm 80. All right? I don't want to because it wears every time on my shoulder and my back every time on my shoulder for sure. And I'm trying not to get them replaced. That's my goal. So... Bottom line is we're down there and we're getting ready to do this and just talking about it. And the funny part is Andy has a band. Is I believe it's called every day I die. Is that what it's called? Uh, every time I die, I believe every I, time I, I die, every time I die. And Nathan who works for us here at the DDP yoga performance center um, is also, he, he does a lot of band, um, you know, videos, movies. Uh, um, he did the music video, uh, Judas for nice. Jericho, which has 50, Fozzie, million nice. views. 50 million views. We filmed it right here. So uh, Nathan calls me up. This is years ago. So this is like 2016 or 17. And he says, listen, I've got my buddy in town, my favorite guitarist. Every time I die is his band. You know, he's a huge fan. You're his inspiration because he started working at 35 or something like that, 34 or something. And is, could he come over and meet you? And I'm like, absolutely. So he comes over. I show my whole downstairs, which is like a war room with all the pictures of all of us and everything. So now I don't figure out that the band guy is the butcher because I know he, that guy worked indies. I'd seen him but once. So when I'm climbing the ropes, all right, and down at the, the, at the, uh, um, what's it called? Nightmare Factory. It's not tight ropes. They're like hoses that are wrapped in cable, so they spin. Ooh. So I'm putting my hands up here, and I'm putting my one foot up on the top rope, which hasn't been there in eons, okay? <laughs> and I can't even get the other foot on the top rope because of the lat pull. Yeah. It's not, not feeling it. And Cody comes up, he goes, hey, don't worry about these ropes. They're solid as hell. When you get to the show, you're, it's going to be good. So don't don't even go up there right now. And Andy goes to me again. Don't know it's Andy. You know, I don't know it's every time I die. And he goes, D, don't worry about it. I got you. 
you know, he's 300 pounds. There's going to be three or four of them down there anyway, but anything could happen. I could overshoot him. You know, I could tear my ACL. I could yeah, break my the neck. The air could catch him and blow him off. Right. Anything could happen. But I'm not letting that in my head. I'm trying to block it out. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. And that's the kind of stuff I do. It's going to be amazing. I'll blow people away. That's the only voice I allow in. So now we get there. I'm feeling pretty good. My, my, my future wife's with me, Paige. She's with me. We're in Miami. I could never have done this during COVID. There is no way without having the crowd to feed off. And then when they let me come in there and blow that comeback and MJF is right there on time, hitting it, bringing then the flip, then QT does the flip. And then I go up. It was Bunny, who I love. Oh, I love it. She goes in and I just pie face her. And I almost got in trouble for it. I didn't know you're not supposed to do that. It's wrestling but bunny sold it so huge and i go to go up up and i just go and i'm going for it and i did the dive and if you watch me you'll see my head go past them and bounce on the cement it bounces but i never felt it because andy was there and right before i went out there we're going out to film my entrance on the way in and Nathan going, this is going to be amazing. I can't believe I'm getting to see my favorite band performer ever. And my favorite wrestler growing up as a kid. I look at him. I go, your favorite band guy. He goes, yeah, Andy from the, from every time I die, I go, are you shitting me? I go, I didn't put that together. So right before I walked out there, I woke up and I go, Andy, I didn't put together every time I die. He goes, I didn't think you did. <laughs> but it's a shame they, they broke up. Yeah, no, yeah man. I heard that. But you know what? He's got a great life. He's living the second yeah, part of his dream. A la Jericho. You know, the, the band and the, you know, and the. And, and he's lost about 50 pounds. He looks good. It's true. Oh, he, he, he looks good. He looks his good, look man. He's incredible, man. All, all his presentation. Him, and, him and uh, the Blade, too. I yeah. love yeah. both of those guys, he's man. They're, too, man. They're, they're a great tag team. Um, it was great having Max with them early on, you know, with what they did, especially because I was so green, you know, and it, and it worked. It worked really well. So, uh, you know, coming into this pay-per-view, I'm really looking to see how Wardlow goes to the next level. You know, he proved a lot to me with that match that he did with Cody. I guess it was two years ago now, you know, probably a year and a half at least. But, um, you know, I really, uh, I, I think that him and Max are going to have a hell of a show. The whole pay-per-view card top to bottom looks really good. Um, but, uh, you know, the main one I'm tuning in for is to see what uh, this could be a, uh, you know, one of those dusty roads. And I don't mean to say in characters, but funk, the things that, that lasted forever, dusty and flare, you know, uh, one of those, those feuds that lasted 20 years, you know, who would you say your longest feud was with Jake? Oh, well, cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> now I did the job. Oh my God. That's the brilliance of Jake. <laughs> Roberts. Incredible. Incredible. <laughs> the, the quickness, the quick, very, you know, Scott Hall had it too. He, yeah. Scott can say nothing and you know, and just come up with something that was genius. You know, DiBiase, DiBiase another yeah. one. Yes. 
We got to talk about DiBiase too coming up. And, and that son of a bitch. You know, there's another guy who's another really, to me, underrated yeah. friggin' Hall of Famer because Ted DiBiase is, is up here. Yeah. Ted DiBiase was one of the greatest workers and mic men on the, on the planet. And, and I think that, that's planet. someone that Max has probably drawn some influence from, too, quite frankly, when you watch a lot of his work. Um, I, I want to kind of wrap things up here on Max. Uh, what is his potential in this industry? Uh, what do you think Max is capable of cementing himself of once his days in the ring are over? I can see Max being a director in years to come uh, or even owner because I think he's got that much underneath the cap. This kid is learning behind the scenes stuff. He's learning camera stuff. And he's, he's, he's pitching all, he's going to be world champion, I think. Yeah, and I, and I also think that he will have an acting career. Yeah. You know, that will be, because he's, first of all, he's the perfect size for an actor. He's like 5'9 yeah. or 5'10. Yeah. You know, he's a perfect size. And it don't matter what size he is in that ring, because he's six, he's like Randy. Like Randy Savage, he wasn't more bigger than five eleven, but he way he moved, he was six foot four, you know. And uh, Max don't matter because again, like any great heel, stick that big man. And now that Wardlow will be moving on, it'll be the next spot, and it'll be interesting to see what they do with that, you know. Um, but uh, I think his potential is limitless. Yeah, as long, listen, Max. As long as your feet are con- continually planted on the ground, it is Not so. In your mouth. It, yeah, it <laughs> is so important. Yeah, you know, and so many guys believe, and it's hard not to believe. One of the things that like, I always tell people, you know, starting wrestling at thirty-five, it was the hardest thing physically. Yeah, I did, but. Mentally, starting at 35, I was much smarter at 35 than I ever was at 25. And it really helped me as I went through things, figuring out, you know, okay, I'm just going to make Diamond Dallas Page a nightclub. How would I promote a nightclub? What's the most over thing I have? Nightclub, I've got pretty women and booze. Here, I've got this and a diamond cutter. So I just... Talk about this. That's all that mattered. And like when, when they let me win the Jabroni Bowl, when I won the friggin' robe, thank God for friggin' the, the greatest guy ever, friggin' Barbarian, who we went tat for tat for at the end and he put me over with my finish at the end. Uh, it was it was a it was a huge thing for me. But all the top guys when Sting won were there. All the top guys, when Dusty won, were there. When I won the the battle ball ring, it was me and Barb. Bobby Eaton was at the end of his career. Scotty Norton, Ice Train, Rocco Rock, Johnny Grunge. This this is a battle ball ring. Yeah. And what I did was I took I said, when it's all said and done, there can only be one flare. The Road Warriors, Luger, Sting, they all started out, and they did, in tag teams, and got eliminated until it came down to when there was one guy. And I could talk about it being a heel as if 
all those guys were in there with me because yeah. no one watched that pay-per-view. <laughs> you know, didn't matter. I was the battle bowl champion, That's right? You know, so, you know, having that type of mentality of what you do with what you have, I wouldn't have had it at 25. I wouldn't have been able to do that. And now that kid, Max, is an old school cat. And he's, he's educated, man. Yeah. And, and, he, and he's got great parents, too. Yeah. You know, I met his dad. He's a great guy. You know, bottom line is, kids got limitless potential. Max, keep your feet on the ground. Don't blow it, Max. Don't blow it. Because if you do, we told you so. Uh, he ain't gonna. <laughs> no, he's not. He ain't got No way. His parents are great. They're super good people, and they hate people. Him, and they hate him just as much as the fans do. So it's they great. do, they do, especially <laughs> and right, and rightfully so. <laughs> uh, I think Max is going to be an all-time talent in this industry. I really do, and he's an outstanding, outstanding professional wrestler and character uh, unrivaled. So uh, kudos to him, and uh, I really appreciate your guys' insight on him on this week's DDP Snake Pit. Uh, putting a bow tie on things, guys. Cameo.com. If you want to get a message from DDP, Jake the Snake Roberts, that's the place to do it. And uh, DDP, you're awfully busy these days. You mentioned it last week, but uh, it seems like you're trying to get overseas at some point this year as well, right? Yeah, working on that, working on that tour for the UK. So let all my people over there know that, uh, you know, uh, get on the list. Go to ddpyoga.com, or you should say the mailing list at ddpyoga.com or diamonddollspage.com. They both work, and uh, we will make sure we let you know when we're coming. And me and Paige, we're going to do a whole tour. We're going to do Scotland. We're going to do London, Birmingham, Manchester. You know, we're going to do, we'll probably do five or six different tour area stops. And then we're going to see that beautiful country because I've been watching, and I would never thought I would say this in a million years, but I have been hooked on Downton Abbey, which is one of the Best shows I have ever seen. <laughs> the acting is flawless. The uh, the storylines are great. It's a classy soap opera. Nice. It's a really classy, and I can't wait to go to the Downton to see the Abbey. Oh, so uh, <laughs> see you, blokes, next week. Oh my god, <laughs> gentlemen, thank you so much. This has been an absolute pleasure chatting with you guys, and we'll see you all next week here on DDP Snake Pit. Bye. Come get some.